Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. This podcast on 97.3 The Fan is brought to you by Hamul Casino, San Diego's closest casino. Real close, real friendly, real fun. The workday is coming to an end. It is 5 o'clock. I will see you all tomorrow. But Quinn and Chris are just getting started. Sports talk it is. Your hosts, Tony Quinn Jr. When you first made, you know, first asked the question, I wasn't sure it was a good question. But the more I think about it, it actually is a good question. And Chris Ello. I lock him up and throw away. Lock him up! It's time to get you up to speed on all things sports. Yes! Yes! Plenty of nonsense in between. Oh, look! Here comes our fearless producer! Gwen and Chris starts right now on 97.3 The Fan. We slide into the 4 o'clock hour. We are halfway through this bad boy. Chris versus the fans on deck. Chance to at least qualify for a grand prize, a two-night stay at Westgate Las Vegas, home of the Superbook, the world's largest race and sports book, plus a spa treatment for two at Serenity Spa and a private VIP pod at the Westgate Superbook. So here's your chance to take down Mr. Ella, who must say has been quite hot over the last few days uh, leading into this past week. He can cool off at any time. He can cool off at any time. Scraby has loaded up the questions here. Uh, to give us uh, uh, give us some give us some questions while he is out, but uh, Chris, you have been on a nice little little stretch here, man. I hope to keep it going today, but uh, hopefully, uh, I won't even be uh, called upon. Maybe our uh, our listeners will just get all their questions right and uh, qualify that way. After a day off of Chris versus the fan, we get into a Tuesday's version of Chris versus the fan. If you had one shot, one opportunity to take down the human almanac himself, howdy-do, now is your time. Listen to me, this guy is dangerous. Now is your opportunity to win a prize. Well, I hope you know Jen for. Chris versus the fans starts now on 97.3 The Fan. In case you have never played before, I'll give you the rules. You have to make it through three questions. Each question will get more difficult. If you get the question right, you move on. If you get the question wrong and Chris gets the question right, you're done. If Chris gets to, gets it wrong, then you move on to the next question or you win. All right. I like it. Let's get to our first contestant of the day, Max out in Santee. Max, welcome to the show, man. 
Hello, guys. Hello, hello. Hello, hello. hello. Here we go. First question. Nice job, Frank. On it. On it, man. What city are the Colorado Buffaloes located in? Colorado, uh, Colorado Springs. Colorado Springs. Oh, boy. Mr. Ello. Frank, ready with the buzzer. Yeah, Air Force is in Colorado Springs. I've been to these places too many too times. Too many times. Yeah, yes. Boulder, Colorado, the home of the University of Colorado. That is correct. Yeah. Nice work. All right. Sorry, Sorry Max. Max. Get you next time. Well, we bring on another version of Tony. Out in El Cajon. Tony, welcome to the show. Happy Tuesday. Happy Tuesday. Good luck, Tony. Here we go. First question. What West Coast team did Paul Pierce, the quest, excuse me, who is his nickname? The Truth. Paul Pierce. What West Coast team did he last play for before he retired? Uh, Lakers. Lakers. That is incorrect. Mr. Ello. Kings? Kings. I'm not sure. That is also <laughs> incorrect. Who did he finish up with? The Clippers. He did? Yes. Don't recall that. Uh, you can take him back to uh, when Draymond Green called him out from the free throw line. He said something along the lines of, you're not Kobe. You're not getting a farewell tour like uh-huh. Kobe. And oh, my goodness. He called him out. It was pretty good. Didn't All right. remember that. You, yeah. uh, you good move for on you, to... Tony. You move on. Yeah, Tony, move to the next round, man. Right. Question number two. In 2010, the Washington Nationals brought up a pitcher from their minor league team to debut on June 8th. He defeated the Pittsburgh Pirates with 14 strikeouts in his debut. Who was this pitcher? Was it, uh, Strasburg? Indeed it was. Correct. Nice work, Stevie Strasburg. One more to go, Tony, for the, for the title. For the title. Here we go. Hmm. This one might be tough. In night from 1910 to 2002, <laughs> the Chicago White Sox played in a ballpark named Kaminsky Park. What was the name of their stadium in 2003? Mm. Mm, yeah, no, I feel you. Ah. I don't know. I'm going to say Coors. Coors. I'll take it. I'll take Coors. Is that correct? That is not incorrect. That is incorrect. So, wait. What was the question again? It was Comiskey Park for all of those years. And then it was changed in 2003. What was the name changed to? I don't know. It was... Oh, wait. Uh Oh. Was it U.S. Cellular yeah, Field? It was indeed U.S. Cellular Field. I thought it was, okay, I thought that was before all the name changes, 2003. That's why I I'm sorry, Tony, like you got so close, man. I sorry, Tony, good try. 
That is such a Chris way to do I it. I thought right we there. were. 2003 was. To, I, I didn't know that they had all changed names before that. Like, I th- anyway. Yeah, no, you won. You I was won. I was thinking that they actually snuck another name in before they went to their, you know, uh, advertising slogan names. We'll move Hold to on. our next contestant, Matt, out in Carlsbad. Matt, welcome to the show. Hey. Matt, you turning left or right right now? <laughs> hey, Matt, you there? Uh-oh. I'm here. You, here. you got me? We got you. We got you. We got you, buddy. Here we go. First question. Ooh. Who is making their Browns debut at quarterback this Sunday against the Texans? Oh, that that would be Deshaun Watson. That would be correct. We are on to question number two. Sound effects courtesy of Chris Allen. <laughs> Where did Mike Evans play college football? Texas A&M. Nice. Good job. Texas A&M it is. It's a good pull right there. It He's is. an Aggie. Um, hey, I need, I need some fantasy points from him this weekend. Yeah. <laughs> you you and a lot of people. <laughs> yeah. Here He's been go. letting people down lately. Here we go. Question number three. Who was the first head coach to take his team to six Super Bowls with his first trip as a Baltimore Colt? Um, Don Shula. There you wow. go. Way to go, Matt. Nicely done. That was impressive. Man. Yeah, he I, came up I with thought it. for sure you were going to get that one wrong. Yeah, Shula was the well, guy. Well, I had to go back in the Wayback Machine for that one. Yeah, clearly. Very good. I'm clearly. glad you did, Matt. Very nice good. job, Matt. Hang on the line. Uh, my man Frank will take care of you when we get to break. Yeah, he gets the uh, two. Chris, nights. I I knew you had that question. Yes, I wasn't going to miss that one. Yeah. Obviously, with Shula, but uh, that's a, still a great question. Baltimore Colt, huh? Yeah, he was he was the losing coach in the famous Super Bowl loss to the Jets. Oh, and, was he really? Uh, yes, he was. He was the he was the, the coach. Joe Namath. Uh... The Joe Namath guarantee. Shula was the coach of that Baltimore team that was basically unbeatable that season. They had gone thirteen and one, I think, something like that. They won the NFL championship game. 34 to nothing over the Cleveland Browns. That's why they were such big favorites over the Jets because, first of all, the NFL was considered to be better than the AFL. And then the Colts won the NFL title game 34 0. So it was like nobody could touch them. And Shula came in there. And uh, how did know, Shula Broadway get away from Joe the Colts? Sorry? How did Shula get away from the Colts? Well, it's a tricky story, but uh, the owner of the Colts uh, was a guy named Carol Rosenblum at the time, and he didn't want to own the Baltimore Colts anymore. He wanted to move. He wanted to change franchises with the Los Angeles. Carol Rosenblum wanted to own the Rams. And so they were in the middle of negotiating how to switch franchises, and Carol Rosenblum eventually would become owner of the Rams. But while he was away, the Dolphins called the Colts about stealing away Don Shula for their basically fledgling franchise and the Colts whoever answered the phone said yeah you okay, can talk we can do to that. him well the, you, they said you can talk to him which Carol Rosenblum would have never done apparently Oh, wow. and so they kind of stole him away they had to give up a number one draft choice for him as the NFL later ruled 
But it was worked out pretty well for the Dolphins, obviously, because Shula was uh, what he yeah, was for all those years. But, yes, the Colts did not necessarily want to get rid of The only problem with Shula, though, he was one of those coaches that was kind of known for couldn't win the big one. You know, he lost Super Bowl three, and he lost a couple of NFL championship games in and around that. But, uh, yeah, it turned out Shula was pretty good. Leave it, so. to, leave it to you to be able to knock out a complicated story like that. Yeah, it was it was pretty complicated, but Carol Rosenblum did end up owning the Rams. How did I mean? You just they just switched franchises. Yes, they did that in the NBA one time. The Clippers owner switched with the Celtics way back That's when so the Clippers weird. were in San Diego. Think about that. What was the Celtics? Oh, this I guess is before the, Donald Sterling took over. Yes, it was before Donald Sterling owner. The San Diego Clippers changed ownership with the Celtics. The Celtics guy took over the Clippers, and the Clippers guy took over the Celtics. Uh, it makes you make wonder what the Celtic guy was thinking, right? Except maybe he just really wanted to move to San Diego, wanted to get out of the cold. Yeah, I don't know that you could pull off an ownership change Not like anymore. that in this Not day anymore. And age There's of too many things tied together with too it now. Too many things. Yeah, I don't you got think TV you contracts. You got yeah. it's just yeah, that would be complicated. It was crazy times, and uh, of course, Shula's first AFC Championship game uh, with the Dolphins in 1971, his second season was against the Colts. Which was, was kind of a really? juicy matchup, and uh, he won that one and went on to the Super Bowl. But, yeah, that's the way it happened. Good job, though, by uh, Matt, man, coming up with that. Shula went to six yeah. Super Bowls. His sixth Super Bowl, by the way, was after the 1984 season. I bring that up because that is the last time the Dolphins were in the Super Bowl. 1984, Tony. Well, maybe, Been waiting a long maybe time. 2022 is, uh, uh, is, is the year. They From break your it. mouth to God's ears. Let's <laughs> we'll see. All right, let's get to break. When we come back, Chris and I get into our Odyssey football, fantasy football update. Here's some traffic. Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Selling a little or a lot? Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage, to the first real-life store stage, all the way to the did-we-just-hit-a-million-orders stage. Shopify is here to help you grow, whether you're selling scented soap or offering outdoor outfits. Shopify helps you sell everywhere, from their all-in-one e-commerce platform to their in-person POS system. Wherever and whatever you're selling, Shopify has got 
got you covered. Shopify helps you turn browsers into buyers with the internet's best converting checkout. 15% better on average compared to other leading commerce platforms. And sell more with less effort thanks to Shopify Magic, your AI-powered all-star. Shopify powers 10% of all e-commerce in the U.S. And Shopify is the global force behind Allbirds, Rothy's, and Brooklinen, and millions of other entrepreneurs of every size across 175 countries. Plus, Shopify's award-winning 24-7 help is there to support your success every step of the way. Because businesses that grow, grow with Shopify. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash odysseypodcast, all lowercase. Go to shopify.com slash odysseypodcast now to grow your business, no matter what stage you're in. Shopify.com slash odysseypodcast. Welcome back to the program. 418 is the time. Chris Otto, Tony Gwynn Jr. Together in our Odyssey Palace studios. Frank Marchese stepping in for Matt Scraby today. Wish Matt a, a speedy recovery. Although, if he doesn't come back till next week, it'd be our, kind of all right with me. Frank's a good guy, Tony. I yeah, like Frank. Frank. Frank is Frank's all right, man. Frank's on top of the situation. Frank loves sports. Frank's about sports. He doesn't doze off halfway through the show and no. start going off on a tangent about Mm-mm. silly stuff like Scraby does all the time. It's kind of refreshing. Mm. <laughs> By the way, if losing a week in fantasy football means you're going to hear some smack talk from your friends, check out the Reception Perception podcast for insights on which wide receiver to start this week, rack up big fantasy wins whether you're in a PPR league or not, wideouts are a huge part of whether you win or lose. Matt and James have the unique analysis to predict who's going to be a boom and who is going to be a bust. New episodes every Tuesday and Thursday. Follow Reception Perception on the free Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. It leads us into our weekly recap of how things are going in our Odyssey Fantasy Football League. Frank, we're going to have to get you into this league. Next year, I don't know who we're going to kick out. Maybe we'll kick my godson out, especially if he wins it again, Tony. You're the commissioner. If he wins three years in a row, you hey, can't yeah, you just you, kick him out. If you give me the power, I certainly can kick him out. I just gave you the power. Boy, there it is. Kick him out <laughs> and bring Frank in next year. Our, my godson's been he's been lucky this year, although he doesn't have the best record in the league. The best record in the league belongs to the uh, coach, the John Contera show. Was he eight and four? Coach is eight and four. So is Braden. Both uh, on Gosh. top. Of the league at eight and four, and they've scored the two most uh, points in the league, so they have deservingly taken their spot with an eight and four record. Uh, Connor, my godson, is his seven and five. Then comes a five team log jam, all at six and six. You are in that log jam, I am. Tony. After a uh, uh, by the skinny uh, chin chin last night victory with Jonathan Taylor. Shout out to Jonathan out Taylor for you. You're six and six. Uh, my wife is also in there at six and six, and uh, Odd Thomas, among others, at six and six. And then comes three of us and five and seven. This is uh, excuse me, I'm off topic. This no, is new no. right now. This is yes, they just brand are new. releasing the college football playoff rankings, and uh, it is official that USC is number four right now, and would be in the playoff if it started today, but it doesn't. They still got to beat. Utah to hold on to that number four spot. Ohio State has dropped to number five. Yeah, uh, a couple. Here's another couple of things going against Alabama 
and Ohio State. What's that? If I'm not mistaken, this committee has been pretty firm on holding teams accountable that don't play or don't win their conference conference championship. Well, neither of them is even in their conference championship. So I mean, now yeah. now even if you are comparing them to another one win loss one loss team, if you're Ohio State or a two loss team, if you're Alabama. Yeah. They both the both of the teams ahead of them have all played in their conference championship. That's part of Stormy Bonatomi's argument is if TCU loses, they would still only have one loss. Right. And they at least played for their conference championship, whereas Ohio State with one loss did not. No. And Alabama's got two losses. But regardless of what Stormy or I or you think, we know what's going to happen. It's, and if it's, TCU it was, and or USC lose Alabama and Ohio State are next up and waiting. I believe he was the commissioner of the Big Ten after, uh, I believe it was the Michigan-Ohio State game, was politicking. Oh, yes, he said, oh, without a uh, doubt. Without a doubt, we should be Ohio State. What do you want him to say? Yeah, that's true. Nick Saban went on a rant after they beat Auburn. Said, oh, yeah, we we definitely deserve to be in the playoff. Nick, take a year off. Yeah, man. Leave us all alone. Go sit down somewhere. Yeah, go play Austin P in an exhibition game somewhere. <laughs> that Austin P thing really rankles me. That really me. rankles me. Why <laughs> Alabama is playing Austin P? Why don't they just play some local high school team <laughs> from Alabama? They give them a better game. It just seems like such a waste of time. I mean, honestly, think of the poor Alabama fans who pay money to go see that game. Ugh. All right, back to the fantasy. Uh, we got uh, Coach and Braden at eight and four. We got Connor at seven and five. Then you're in the group at six and six. And then comes me and Scraby at five and seven. Now I want to pay especially close attention to Scraby here at five and seven, since he's not here to defend himself. Go back to the beginning of the season. Started off all of the prognosticating. It started off great after the draft. Said Scraby's team is by far the best team in the league, and he. We all said he'd find a way to blow it. Unless he rallies here he's in the last two weeks, it. he's blowing it for sure. And he tried so hard to be humble during that time when it was... That didn't work for me. It didn't either. So he, he's gone both ways. He's gone, you know, over the top, excited for his 3-0 and start, and he's tried to downplay a 3-0 and start or a good start to the season. Yeah, he tried to. And it still didn't work, so... You know what his score was last week? If you feel bad about losing your fantasy football game this week... Check out Scraby's score. Boy, he needs to be here to hear this. Frank, is there any way to patch Scraby in just so I can regurgitate this score for him to hear it? If you want me to call him. No, I don't. Will, okay. That's okay. I'll pass. Final score, Odd Thomas 176, Scraby 70. He lost <laughs> he by 106 points. points. <laughs> I don't know if I've ever heard Scrape. of anybody lose by 106 points before. It's great. In a fantasy game. Man. That's I mean, he said he stopped watching pretty early right. in the contest. He already knew he was going to lose, but I, you know what? That bothers me, too. Take your beating like a man. Follow the game. You mean I stopped watching? You I can't, knew I was you can't possibly think that Scraby would take his beating and, and like... Yeah, you're right. Come on, that's not Scraby. Yeah. All right, so that's Scraby where was we are. Probably uh, watching some weird serial killer show. Good point. Uh, all right, so this week, what do we got on the schedule? Because this is these are the key games coming Last up Last two this weeks week. of the season? Last two weeks of the season and all the playoff bursts up for grabs. I'm playing my wife, 
I need Ooh, a household matchup. A little household matchup. She needs to win to get into the playoffs. If I win. She's also at 6-6. Six and six. She's another 6-6. So and I'm rooting six. for you right now. You're rooting for yes. me to beat her. Yes. And if I do that, I can probably knock both of us out of the playoffs. Whereas if she beats me, at least She's she gonna might be, get yeah. into the playoffs. You're playing Braden. I am So playing. that's a big matchup. Big He's matchup. 8-4. You are 6-6 six and six trying to get into the playoffs. Scraby is one of those... Five and seven teams. He's playing another five and seven team in Ron Davis. So that's the way things uh, shake out, at least heading into this week of our fantasy football league. According to the standings here, Tony, going into the final. He's favored, too. Final two weeks of the season. Tony Gwynn Jr., 52% chance to make the playoffs. Chris Ello, four. Where are you seeing that at? It's on the standings page. Oh, okay. You got to slide all the way over to the right uh, if you're on your phone. Uh, 52% chance for you oh, to yeah. make it. Yeah. Uh, Chris Ello, 14% chance. So you're saying there's a chance for me and 11% chance for Scraby. I have the sixth highest chance in the league. Well, that's all you need because if you're six, in the top six, six you're, in there. you're in. Once you're in, as you know, anything can happen. So. That is where I need to win. Stand. I need to win badly. You need to beat Braden, though. Yeah. Tough matchup for you this week. All right, we'll keep an eye on all of our fantasy stuff. We'll let you know how it turns out as the uh, season there continues. Hopefully everybody's having a fun I, I end the season. fantasy season. I end the season, season with you, my friend. Yes, you and I play. We, we are one of those matchups that get go twice this year. We already yeah, played we earlier. we played once. And you beat me, so... Uh, I can't. Look, I can't look ahead to your game yet. I have too many important <laughs> things to do with my wife this week. And by the way, my wife, you know, tomorrow at some point will go. Can you help me set my fantasy lineup? And I'll go. What? No. I hope that you're not you're helping playing, set her fantasy. You're playing me. Set your own lineup. Yeah, that would be a. And by we the way, might have to. We might have to look into some tampering if that was the case. Yeah, that's tampering. Yeah, that's hundred percent tampering. Hundred percent tampering. I'm going to tell her if she wants help with her lineup this week, I cannot be of any assistance. No, not at no all. No assistance at all. Tony Gwynn, the commissioner, will call tampering. All right, we got a. We're going to do a big five. We're going to hang in and try to find a way. Frank Marchese has got it ready. Oh, I can't wait for this. This should be fun. It's coming up next on Gwen and Chris. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. Odyssey is giving you a chance to win a trip to London to see Taylor Swift at the Eras Tour. It's Tay in the UK. Hey, it's Taylor. Just download the free Odyssey app, log in and listen to a participating station for a minimum of 60 minutes to get your daily entry. And you could win a chance to fly off to London with three friends and see Taylor. I can't wait to see you at the Eras Tour in London. For more, go to odyssey.com slash Taylor. Tay in the UK. It's on the Odyssey app. Thanks to Republic Records. This is a national contest. Four thirty-four on the clock. Tony Gwynn Jr., Chris Sello, Big Frank. 
How are you doing over there, man? Are you enjoying yourself? I'm having the time of my life. Tom. Having the time <laughs> of your life. Aztecs taking on UC Irvine tonight. At uh, what time are we playing, Chris? That's a seven o'clock tip. Seven o'clock tip. Yes, yes, I will be at the uh, Canyon Crest La Jolla High School basketball game tonight at seven o'clock. If anybody wants to come by and yell at me, oh, you're refing tonight. Refing tonight. Got a ball game tonight. Working with the the uh, excellent uh, official David Freeman and I working together this evening. Nice. Looking forward to tonight's contest. Although I have a very sore big toe. Oh, it's the big toe. It's my big toe on my left foot, and it's... Uh, You've been complaining about your toe. I don't know why I was thinking it was like your pinky toe. Yeah, I know. It's the it's big, big one, bad boy, and huh? it's, it's throbbing, and I don't know why. Did you I get stung? Not that I know of. I didn't step on anything that I know of. Did I don't, you swim this morning? I did, and it hurt last night. So mm. the swim, I don't think, had anything to do with it. So I'm not exactly sure. I'm, I, I, I don't even play a doctor on the radio, so I have no idea of what it might be. Well, unfortunately for you, even if you did, there's just not many things you can do for a toe. I get. I guess not. Because you can't it, cast it. You can't do none of that. So nothing. I just gotta suck it up. You got your. You get your. Your gait might be a little little different today, running up and down that court. Yeah. Well, make sure you don't. Um, the good thing is, is I'm already slow to begin with, so this isn't going to slow me down too much. Make sure you don't overcompensate. You'd hate to have that's the key something thing, right? else pop up on you. Cause Good point. And notice as I've gotten older, that's kind of how it works. You start compensating one way. As you're getting older, yeah, what does well, that mean I'm doing? I, I don't know. I was leaving you out of it, actually. Yeah. That way I didn't have to comment on that. Yeah, I don't know. I mean, I'm just wondering what this is What this is starting to, starting to you know, kind of percolate my interest as mm. to what might be wrong here. Because I'm, I'm moving my toe just fine. Does it hurt when you move it? Not especially. It's just when you're stepping. It's it's just when I'm sitting here, and it's oh, just right? it's throbbing. It, it it has nothing to do with even walking. Oh, it's really weird. That is weird. Thank you. <laughs> That's uh, what I think. Frank, are you ready for uh, your Big Five appearance? He's ready. All right. Well, before we get to Big Five, though, I believe we have some traffic. Here it is. From the premier Kia of Carlsbad Traffic Center, part of the premier auto family, here's Kelly Tannock. Tannock is sponsored by premier Kia of Carlsbad. They cleared that crash over the right shoulder on southbound 5 coastline just past Birmingham, so speeds are looking good there. Also traveling on the northbound 5 at La Jolla Park with a stall car, the center divide. With a huge selection of new Kias in stock, they're sure to have the Kia of your dreams. They're right off the 5 freeway in the heart of Carlsbad. Shop online at premierkiaofcarlsbad.com. And Kelly Danik with Glenn and Chris, San Diego's number one sports station, 97.3 The Fan. It's that time of the show when we check on the latest in sports. Only the most important topics and questions are brought to light. Stop what you're doing and listen. These news stories will astound and amaze you. The one, the only. Oh my God, who the hell cares? The Big Five starts now on 97.3 The Fan. This is your moment. Number one. Yes, Take over. Be, wait, 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 wait a second. Not number one. Yeah, you got to start we with go five. Backwards. Right. Work you our way up. do it the other way around. My yes, we bad. do. <laughs> number five. There you go. Now I've, you're been going, I've been... Uh, been working with Kintera, and he goes one to five. I forgot you guys go five to oh, one. Oh, we go My five apologies. to one. Yeah. Yes. We, 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 we save the drama for the end. 
All right, so we've spoken quite a bit about soccer today with the U.S. beating Iran. There were three other matches today. Group A was decided with the Netherlands beating host nation Qatar 2-0 to win Group A and Senegal beating Ecuador to take the second spot in that group. England beat Wales today 3-0 to win Group B. So those groups are set. Group C and D will be up for grabs tomorrow with Group C putting Tunisia against France and Australia taking on Denmark at 7 a.m. Denmark needs to beat Australia in order to advance into the round of 16. Group D will kick off at 11 a.m. and we'll see Poland versus Argentina and Saudi Arabia against Mexico. Mexico needs to win and Argentina needs to lose in order to advance to the next round. Oh, Mexico needs help. Yes. Yes. Oh, boy. If I'm not mistaken, Saudi Arabia can can get in too, right, with a win. They... Right, I think they have a win. They, yeah, they, they, they beat Argentina. Yep. Yeah, if Argentina, if Argentina wins, I think Argentina just needs to tie or win. Yeah, they're it. You got to say they have, they've got some motivation, especially after beating Argentina. How they all got Rolls Royces from the government. <laughs> that would be wait. One what happened? Yeah, you didn't see this? No. So uh, what, Saudi they, what, Arabian... what do they call it? The Crown Prince? Yeah. The Crown Prince, basically, after they won. Beat Argentina. Gave every every single, single one of pl- every single player got Rolls Royces. So I imagine if you can get into the knockout round, that's called motivation. What what's what's in store next? United I mean, States what? guys getting like at least Chevrolets for their <laughs> advancement. A, they're getting Fords. Get a man. Prius. Get Prius. Some F one fifties. That's pretty sweet, man. On Rolls Royce. Yeah. Number four. All right, so to the NBA where a star was born, kind of, and a star was lost. Joel Embiid returned to the Philadelphia 76ers lineup last night and returned with a bang, playing 35 minutes, going 9 for 18, 12 for 13 from the free throw line. Uh, 30 points, 18 boards, 7 assists in the Sixers win over the Hawks, 104 to 101. Things did not go as well in Minneapolis as Carl Anthony Towns mm. went down with a calf strain. This will keep Cat away from the 10 and 11 Minnesota Timberwolves for the next four to six weeks. By the way, when these guys get hurt, Tony, and you can speak to this as a professional ball player, but how many guys like will work with Carl Anthony Towns between now and the next month in terms of trying to get him ready? I mean the the yeah. right. I mean most of us go to see the doctor. We get a right. take some pain medication. We get it wrapped up, and we're told to stay off it. And just kind of hope it heals. These well, guys, the, the amount of work that goes into trying to get these guys to come back on time is remarkable, isn't it? I, I imagine the head honcho in charge of the training staff, yeah, will be assigned to a guy like Carl Anthony Towns. Right? He's one of he might have not the highest paid player on that team. He's one of them. And so uh, there's there's a couple different, I guess, stations that he has to go through, right? He's going to go through the medical part, treatment on, sounds like a strained calf, so whatever the treatment is there. And then when he's able to, because for a calf, I would imagine initially he won't be able to do anything like in terms of um, exercise, he won't be able to get out on the court and work on pivoting or any of that. It's going to have to be straight treatment first. And when he gets to that point, then there'll be a team of dudes that run him through 
the actual workout on the floor to see how close he's getting. And usually the trainer will um, will monitor, the medical trainer, yeah. medical staff will monitor how he's doing, how he's feeling. But in, a, in today's game, they're not going to rush it back. I no, can tell you that. They they're, won't rush it, but he'll get whatever he – I mean, he'll get back as soon as oh, yeah, for sure. potentially possible. They, they, they like have, one of us, if it was a right calf strain, we'd be hobbled for a couple of months probably. Well, that's because we don't have a, a staff. That's what I'm you saying. You know, basically every day to go work with. Yeah. Because I, mean, I was watching Kyler Murray on the uh, Hard Knock show. I got to get Kyler And they were working on, on his – you know, hamstring or whatever it was, and I was just like, there was like nine guys around him. He looked like he was, uh, he looked like one of those Saudi Arabian princes getting yeah. attended to. I mean, listen, yeah, I mean, at, at the professional level, there are that yeah, many people incredible. on the staff to kind of help you navigate it, and 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 not everybody's going to be allocated to that one guy because there's going to be other guys who are banged up that need you know need treatment too, but. Certainly a guy like Carl Anthony Towns or Joel Embiid or Kyler Murray in football, they're going to get the uh, premium treat. Premium. Yeah. And to your point, Tony, Carl uh, Anthony Towns, the second highest player on the T-Wolves, making $33.8 million. Rudy Gobert, oh, that's, the highest paid player on the team, 38.1. Uh, that, that should piss Carl Anthony Towns off every time he walks in. $38 million. D'Angelo Russell's getting 31.3, third highest player on the team. Number three. All right, two, number three, staying with the NBA. I should have practiced my basketball. <laughs> right. <laughs> <laughs> Those are big numbers. We'll, uh, we'll talk about the Chicago Bulls in depth a little bit more later, but it was announced today that head coach Billy Donovan was given a contract extension prior to the season beginning. The terms of the extension are unknown, meaning I couldn't find them before we went on and did this. <laughs> uh the Bulls are 9-11 and 11 this season and have won their last three games. Donovan is in his third season with the team and has an overall record of 86-88 and 88 Chris, with Chicago. Chris heard this news, and Chris, what was your response? That he's not working as hard now. Yeah, he got paid. Not trying as hard. He yeah. kicked them into gear last year. They had a great season. Now he gets paid, and they're off to a 9-11 and 11 start. I I, I sense a, a bit of an issue there. I don't know. We discussed this a little bit last year. Their season changed when Lonzo Ball went out the lineup. And who knows? I, I hope he gets healthy enough to actually get back on the court because he's had some. He's had a rough go of it as it pertains to that knee and the surgery. I think he went back in for another surgery. I think so. Uh, beginning last year of the, the Bulls. Last sorry, Tony. Last year the Bulls opened the season twenty six and ten. After that, they went 20 and 26. All right. So they were six games under 500. They lost to the Bucks in five. So that makes them nine games under 500. They're two games under 500 this year. So to your point, they're 11 games under 500 basically since Lonzo Ball went out with an injury yeah. last year. Otherwise, they're the same team. Same squad. The exact same, same squad. squad. DeRozan, Levine, everybody. Billy Donovan coaching. But they've been an under 500 squad for the better part of, you know, a year since Lonzo Ball went out. And I, I just, and that was you with, try to find out what's the matter with the guy, nobody will ever say anything other than the fact that he doesn't look like he's anywhere close to coming back. Somebody messed up a surgery is what I think happened. And just not saying it, but That's you, probably you, it, you, you don't go back, back in for now. a second knee surgery 
on a regular cleanup is what it was described as earlier. Yeah, he should and all be of a sudden go, He said at one point before the season, I can't walk. So if he can't walk, something's wrong. And so they went and had surgery. Hopefully, I'm hoping that it, it, it go it the, the recovery, yeah, like recovery goes back. better. Yeah. yeah, Bulls fan or not, you just want to see a guy like that get back on the court. Uh, just live score updates right now. Just two games in action in the NBA. My New York Knickerbockers with uh, about halfway through the second quarter leading the Detroit Pistons 49-48. to Dallas right now, I believe it was like a... 18 to 7 lead, now 19 to 7 lead over the Golden State Warriors, a little bit more than halfway through the first quarter. Number two. Very good. Off to golf. Tiger Woods and Rory McElroy are calling ah. for the removal of Live Golf boss Greg Norman in an effort to keep the peace <laughs> with the PGA. Woods and McElroy are seeking a truce between Live Golf and the PGA and are suggesting that the unwillingness to negotiate on the side of Norman has created an unnecessary divide between the two organizations. Live and PD, uh, PGA have shared volleys throughout the year, and two guys the caliber of Woods and McElroy making these type of claims could lead to a big change either way. Chris, this, this one, I guess Tiger saying the same thing Rory said to that that yeah. that Rory had said a couple weeks ago, kind of opened my eyes to this a little bit. Um, you might be able to tell me. And maybe we need our golf expert, Matt Scraby, here. Because <laughs> it does seem like uh, Greg Norman has been at the center even before players started actually jumping ship, right? Greg Norman was out in front saying, I got about six or seven guys that are, that are willing to jump right now yeah. before they actually became true. And I, my question is, what did the PGA Tour do to him? Because it, it does seem like he's pretty hell-bent on trying to stick it to him somewhere, one way or another. It's the old story, right? It's like he's like try, trying to break the union. Like he's trying to break the, the the lock that the PGA Tour has on golf. But I agree with you now, Tony. I mean, at the beginning, I could understand trying to start a new tourist, trying to do some things differently, trying to pay these guys a little more money, yeah. try to take a little better care of them, supposedly. Try to get some guys to come over and, and make a bunch of money and uh, be supported uh, the way it was. But now that this has gone on for so long and has gotten so painfully ugly, I think Greg Norman is just in there now to muck everything up. Muck it up, up, right? Because it, does... it just seems like that's all he's doing. He can't really take his tour any further. The Live Tour has gotten its six or seven players and right. nobody cares about it. So now he just wants to mess up the PGA Tour. So I, I don't blame Tiger Woods and Rory for trying to start something that says, let's just get this guy out of here. Let's get, get this live thing you know, wiped out. we got to get golf is suffering because of it. Here's the thing that, that kind of changed my mind on it. It doesn't seem as though Tiger and Rory are trying to get rid of live. They're trying to coexist. Yeah. And, and it seems like both sides want to try to coexist. Because on the, obviously on the live side they want those points uh, that that they're not getting right now. Yeah, the tour points. the tour points, and obviously for the PGA they they'd like to have some calmness amongst both sides. But it does seem like Greg Norman is pretty hell bent on not allowing that to happen. And you wonder are getting these kind of voices talking like this now? They're on the PGA side, but if the live golfers that are actually there start to think to themselves, well, you know if. We can both coexist, and Greg is the only dude stopping it. If they start calling for it, then what? 
Yeah. Tiger Woods was asked if he thought the PGA Tour and Live Golf could coexist. He said, no, it's not going to happen. As Rory said, Greg's got to leave. And then we can eventually have a stay between there's a couple of lawsuits out there, figure something out. But why would you want to change anything if you got a lawsuit? They sued us first. Anyway, it's it's become such a mess that golf is the big loser. And these guys yeah, it really is because honestly, the re- most of us in the world, uh, other than Scraby, who lives and dies and breathes golf, or at least claims to, uh, <laughs> none of us care about how much millions all these gazillionaires are making. No. We just want the best golf we can right. get. That's right. all we care about. Right, and that's the other thing. Liv is going to suffer from is who's watching it. Nobody. I can tell you where to go watch it if I wanted to tell you. Yeah. Oh, good point. Number one. All right, uh, the last one's going to be a little bit more on the uh, somber side. NHL defenseman and trailblazer of European-born players playing in North America, Bjorg Salming, I believe. Is yeah, Borja Salming. Borja Salming. Yeah. Uh, just passed away earlier today, uh, 71 years old after being diagnosed with ALS earlier this year. Salming, uh, decorated NHL career, spanned 17 seasons from 1973 to 1990 between the Toronto Maple Leafs and the Detroit Red Wings, uh, playing 1,148 games, amassing 787 points. He was also a two-time runner-up for the Norris Trophy, became the first Swedish-born player to be inducted into the NHL Hall of Fame in 1996. They had a great ceremony uh, about... Three weeks ago, they honored him and uh, raised his number to the rafters, and he dropped the ceremonial first puck all the while with the ALS, and uh, he was out on the ice being helped out there and held up, and uh, the, the 15, 20,000 people in Toronto just gave him a 10-minute standing ovation. Awesome. It was remarkable. His former teammate, Daryl Sittler, was next to him, kind of helping him out onto the ice. And just broke into tears. I mean, it was just so. It was it was a heartwarming scene, and uh, I know Scott Van Pelt made a big deal out of it on Sports Center, and uh, so it's sad to hear that he passed. ALS is a, and that's an awful disease yeah. right now. They they have not found any cure with this right, and that I know of. And uh, he started uh, experiencing symptoms in February, so this guy was just fine in yeah. February. Passed away today, ALS. The original super Swede. He was. He was. I remember him as a kid. Great defenseman for the Toronto Blue, Jay, uh, Blue Jays. Or the Toronto Maple Leafs, whichever you. Blue Jays, Maple Leafs. Leafs. Pretty good job, well, Frank. Fun. Even though you ended on a sad note, you did a nice job there. Very good. Very Thank good. Thank you very much. I'll try to be as cheerful as possible tomorrow. Never miss a moment from 97.3 The Fan. Again, free Odyssey app. You can download podcasts from your favorite talk shows, ours. And listen whenever and wherever works best for you. Uh, I think this is still your segment. It is. So it I is. don't want to steal uh, it. No, you're good. The end of it. We got a couple more minutes before we go. Uh, Dallas ahead right now, 23-11 early uh, in the first, uh, not early in the first quarter, but in the first quarter. Looks like... Uh, Golden State is really not yet together. I know they've won three in a row, but... They're still two and nine on the road, and for an NBA defending champion, they are struggling still. It's hard to believe. I guess it's not hard to believe, but it just shows you how fast time goes. Like Golden State's an older team now. Well, remember Barkley said that he, whole thing he, at the beginning of the season about Clay Thompson, and Clay Thompson got all bent out of shape. 
As yeah. usual, Charles was telling the truth. Well, he's... or at least to this point, he's being proved proven correct. Clay did turn around. A little old. Clay did turn around and drop forty like a couple did. of days after that. But I don't know that he's going to be doing forty. No, like, I don't often. think so either. And you know that's that's the tough part about um, the dynasty. Whether we're talking Golden State, talking the Lakers, talking like as they get older, that that climb becomes more difficult. And they also play twenty extra games and, every and, year. Yeah, and, and you know, I think that's what made uh, the Heat's. I don't even know if you can call it a dynasty because they went to the finals a lot, but um, they only won one in that, or they won two in that time frame. Right. And but they were so young; they were in the middle of their prime, doing that. Think about the jump from college basketball to pro basketball and NCAA basketball. If you go all the way to the Final Four, your team is going to play forty games, maybe forty-one. Right. In NBA, if you go all the you're way to the double finals, that, you're going to play one hundred and five. Well, you're playing double the the COD season just in the regular season. Yeah. Right, and then if you if you your team's good, yeah, you're playing into what a what a changeover that's got to be for college kids going into the NBA to play from 40 games to about 100. At least they build you up in in baseball, right? You might play 70 games in a season in college. Yeah, you and get you a little go, bit of a taste. And of you, it. you get a taste of it. Then it's jacked up to like 140. 40 to <laughs> 105. It's crazy. Uh, we gotta get to break. Five o'clock hour, reset this whole thing. USA victorious against Iran. Make sure I say that right. More going to Chris on the way. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Odyssey is giving you a chance to win a trip to London to see Taylor Swift at the Eras Tour. It's Tay in the UK. Hey, it's Taylor. Just download the free Odyssey app, log in and listen to a participating station for a minimum of 60 minutes to get your daily entry. And you could win a chance to fly off to London with three friends and see Taylor. I can't wait to see you at the Eras Tour in London. For more, go to odyssey.com slash Taylor. Tay in the UK. It's on the Odyssey app. Thanks to Republic Records. This is a national contest. 